Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have some exciting surgical robotics news today, and I'm really looking forward to getting into that. So, Sean, welcome back. Can you give us a roundup of what we'll talk about today? Thank you. Yeah, I certainly can. We'll talk about more news uh, in terms of board changes at Glucotrack. Zeiss unveiling new intraocular lens, Levanova winning FDA clearance for an inline blood monitor, Beta Bionics closing a Series D funding round worth quite a bit of money, and NOAA Medical's positive data results for its surgical robot. So let's jump into the Glucotrack news first. Yeah, Glucotrack has selected a former Medtronic veteran for a board director spot, another person with plenty of experience getting involved at the implantable CGM maker after the company appointed a v- VP of marketing earlier this week. Yeah, and this is, I think it's the third time that we've talked about Glucotrex on this podcast. So who is being tapped and what is some of their career history? Yeah, Aaron Carter was selected as the company's newest board member and a chair of the board's audit committee. Carter brings 30 years of experience in terms of executive level finance in the medical device industry. From 2012 until March of this year, she served in a number of roles at Medtronic, most recently as chief financial officer and VP of finance for the Medtronic Neuroscience Division. While at Medtronic, she also helped to grow its gastrointestinal solutions division and also held position of director of finance at Boston Scientific and VP of accounting and reporting at United Health Group in addition to other roles. So she's very experienced and brings a lot of know-how to the board. What are executives saying about this appointment? Well, Paul Good, the CEO of Glucotrax, said Carter brings a wealth of financial knowledge and expertise in working with young companies, guiding them through strategic growth and expansion. He said she'll be a tremendous asset as the company looks ahead to growing the organization and moving into the commercialization phase. And now what's the next thing that we should know for today? Zeiss is set to unveil its new intraocular lens and other ophthalmic tech on top of that. Some really innovative tech coming out of the company. What are the updates that it's offering with these lenses? Quite a few. Uh, updates include a new trifocal intraocular lens, updated corneal refractive workflows, and a hyperopia indication for the Smile Pro system. The company also plans to unveil its new Atlas 500 for cataract and corneal refractive workflows and a refreshed visualist portfolio with therapeutic laser enhancements and connectivity across workflows. So quite a bit of stuff about to be showcased by Zeiss. Can you tell us more about the offerings that the company has? Yeah, I'll touch on a couple because, like I said, there there are quite a few. The new AT Alana trifocal intraocular lens combines the company's leading technologies to maximize patient satisfaction, featuring a trifocal technology on a hydrophobic C-loop platform and a fully preloaded injector for safe implantation. The company also wants to showcase the complete corneal refractive workflow for presbyopia management. The Presbyond workflow addresses individual needs and visual challenges for patients with presbyopia. So. Those are two of the big ones that the company is planning to unveil and quite a few more that I urge everyone to read about on Mass Device. And what are executives talking about with this unveiling? Ewan Thompson, the president of Ophthalmology's strategic business unit and head of the digital business unit for Zeiss Medical Technology, said, as the company continues to extend its position in the digital ophthalmic solutions business, Zeiss is proud to unveil its latest workflow innovations, helping to transform the way surgical care is practiced today. The company continues to invest in data-driven solutions that enhance clinical decision-making and help set new standards of care within the cataract and corneal refractive workflows. What's the next thing that we should know for today? 
Levanova won FDA clearance and CE mark for its Essence inline blood monitor. It's uh, another positive step forward for Levanova after the FDA cleared its Essence heart lung machine recently. And what is the blood monitor? The Essence ILBM or inline blood monitor provides accurate and continuous measurement of essential blood parameters throughout cardiopulmonary bypass or CPB procedures. It integrates into that Essence perfusion system that Levanova has previously unveiled. It enables perfusionists to access and manage reliable blood parameters directly from the system's cockpit, eliminating the need for additional monitors or holders. How does it help patients? Levanova said that existing blood gas analyzers only reflect on the patient's clinical condition at the exact moment a sample is drawn. Sample can quickly change and the analysis becomes irrelevant. Essence ILBM provides inline continuous monitoring for the duration of a procedure. So according to the company, this makes the delivery of a patient-tailored approach to perfusion rooted in data-driven decisions. Interesting. Why is this important? Marco Dolci, the Levanova president of cardiopulmonary, said that dynamic conditions can rapidly change blood parameters during these cardiopulmonary bypass procedures. So this monitor provides continuous monitoring throughout that procedure, giving access to real-time measurements that are accurate, directly coming from that essence perfusion system. And that allows for quick decisions and tailored care strategies that better serve the patient. And now let's move on to that Series D we teased on. Yeah, Beta Bionics closed a $100 million Series D to support its bionic pancreas. Following FDA clearance for that bionic pancreas earlier this year, it's more good news for Beta Bionics as they look to get a foothold in the insulin pump space. Now, we've heard about artificial pancreases when it comes to diabetes management. What is a bionic pancreas? It's an autonomous delivery system for insulin that streamlines diabetes management and reduces the burden on patients and physicians. It uses data from a CGM to inform an insulin pump of when to dose and how much insulin to deliver. Tell us some about the company's bionic pancreas. Yeah, so it's called Islet, and with Islet, users only need to input their weight, and then the system does the rest. It eliminates the need for healthcare providers to determine complex settings like correction factors, insulin-to-carb ratios, or preset basal rates. Users can, as the company says, go bionic with their diabetes management, requiring no carb counting or insulin correction calculations. So Islet determines 100% of the insulin doses throughout the day using an adaptive closed-loop algorithm, and it initializes with the user's body weight and requires no additional insulin dosing parameters. It removes the need to manually adjust insulin pump therapy settings and variables, so really takes the burden off of users and simplifies mealtime as well by replacing conventional carb counting with its meal announcement feature. Wow, super multifaceted. How optimistic are executives? I mean, $100 million is a lot of money. Definitely. And and Sean Saint, the company's CEO, said as much. He said the significant investment represents a powerful vote of confidence in Beta Bionic's mission to redefine diabetes management with user-centric technologies. He said the company's deeply grateful to investors for recognizing the immense potential of all its products, and it's eager to push the boundaries of what's possible by expanding access to the islet bionic pancreas nationwide, further develop and test the bihormonal bionic pancreas as well. So already eyes on the future for Beta Bionics. And now let's move on to some surgical robotics news. Yeah, NOAA Medical presented positive first-in-human surgical robot data. It's a fast-rising company in the surgical robotics space, so it's good to see them continuing to make positive waves. And what did some of that data show? 
So results from the Frontier study established the Galaxy Surgical Robot System's ability to successfully navigate to peripheral pulmonary nodules while also ensuring safety during the bronchoscopy procedure and up to seven days post-procedure. What is NOAA Medical's surgical robot? Well, Galaxy features advanced imaging technologies that provide real-time location updates for potentially cancerous lesions. It was designed to improve tool and lesion and diagnostic yield, both of which were demonstrated in, is successful in this study. The surgical robot uses NOAA's TILT technology, T-I-L-T, with integrated tomosynthesis and augmented fluoroscopy. It's got a single-use disposable bronchoscope that improves efficiency and workflow while reducing the risk of cross-contamination and the small footprint of the system, and its always-on-camera bronchoscope enable direct visualization and navigation to the lesion. And the system actually received FDA clearance in March, so this is further good news for it. What kind of optimism do doctors have after this positive news? Well, Dr. Tajali Sagi, the co-principal investigator of the Frontier study, said that the ability to accurately and safely navigate to biopsy lung nodules with complete confidence is a game changer for pulmonologists in the fight against cancer. Went on to say that the Galaxy System's proprietary tilt technology exceeded expectations in the trial, forming the basis for successful commercialization of this transformational technology. And that marks the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today. Just wanted to note that there will not be a new episode on Tuesday next week. So I hope everyone has a really good long weekend. Thanks, Sean, for coming on, giving us your insights. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooli, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us next week for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.